All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Jono here from Fitness Education Online, and I am super excited because we've got a very special guest on the line this week, all the way from Rotterdam. I don't even know where Rotterdam is. I just recently found out it's it's the neighboring suburb to Amsterdam. So he's, he's definitely the first person from Rotterdam that we've ever interviewed on this podcast. I think probably the first person from the, the Netherlands as well. So without further ado, let me introduce the, uh, the one and only Mr. Alex Von Hagen from Virtua Gym. Alex, how are you? Hey, Jono. Good, uh, good afternoon, I should say. It's, uh, it's, it's a good morning for me. And I didn't realize we were in uncharted territory, uh, being the first guest from the Netherlands. Uh, happy to to share that, uh, to have that honor. No, no pressure, but um, you know the whole <laughs> the whole of Australia is going to judge the the Netherlands fitness industry based on this podcast. So no, no pressure. Here we go. All right. <laughs> um, Alex, what we're going to talk about today, I believe you've got a bit of a presentation of the six things that um, gym owners and, and fitness professionals can do to uh, really leverage that hybrid model and give their customers a good experience. Just before we get into that, let's tell the listeners a little bit about Virtuagym. If they're listening to this, they're like, what the hell is, is Virtuagym? What can you tell us about Virtuagym? Right. Yeah. So Virtuagym, it's a it's an all-in-one platform. It's a software product. And, and really what we do for gyms and studios and even personal trainers is manage both their engagement with their members. Uh, so things like workouts, nutrition, challenges, how they better communicate with them, but then also all their operations in the same spot. So how do you collect payments? How do you do your bookings, your access control? So truly an all-in-one platform. Um, we are a Dutch company, so I'm not just based in the Netherlands. Uh, our headquarters is also here as well. We were founded by two Dutch brothers. Uh, and originally, we, we started as a, a B2C app, just something you could download on the app store for better tracking your workouts and your nutrition. But I think as the, the product started to evolve and some enterprising uh, gym owners started to approach Hugo and Paul, who are our, uh, our two CEOs, and said, look, we, we think this could actually be something that we can harness for our members call that their eureka moment. They, they realized there was an opportunity for, for you know, a better revenue model for gyms, offering more value, and then also just cutting through a lot of like day-to-day tasks that, that gyms kind of encounter. So that was kind of the, I, I guess, the genesis of where we were born. And since then, it's, it's grown quite well. Uh, you know, we're the app provider for the largest gym in Europe, Basic Fit, who have wow. 950 clubs. Uh, and, but we don't just specialize on these these big mega chains. I mean, we have 35,000 personal trainers globally using us for, to manage their business, tons of studios. I, I think in total, we have about 6,500 or 7,000 clients around the globe um, that, that we're helping run the, run the club and better engage with their members. Wow. Mainly Europe based or you're in Australia too, America too. What, what sort of stats? Do you know those stats? Yeah. So I, I don't know them down to the very fine detail, but Europe is, is definitely where a majority of our business is conducted. Uh, we do focus on North and uh, North America. We, we have a satellite office, which is actually based in Medellin, Colombia. 
Um, oh. So we have a lot of expats down there. Yeah, Medellin. The where, where have I heard of Medellin? Medellin. Probably Narcos. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. Is that yeah. where Pablo is? The, the Medellin cartel. It would be, yeah. And, and I think that <laughs> that's awesome. you, can always, you can always tell who our most fun prospects are when they start connecting <laughs> the dots between Medellin and Amsterdam uh, as our two office locations. Yeah. No, it's, it's not awesome. a front. Yeah, it's, it's not a front. We're a real software company and we're actually here to help you. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Australia, you got many, many people in Australia, do you know? You know, we, we do have some clients in Australia and, and then also, you know, City Fitness in New Zealand. Um, oh, yeah. We're the app provider for that chain. Oh, okay. Um, but I would say for, for, for actually having a lot of like, you know, single location, more SMB style uh, clients in Australia, it's a, it's a market that we haven't really broken into yet. I think maybe just mainly because of, you know, we don't have a, a team dedicated to this region. Um, so they're either going to have to talk to someone in Amsterdam or going to talk to, have to talk to someone in Medellin. So there's always kind of that, that balancing act of, of when we can actually speak, but it's definitely one of our, our motto, our, one of our mottos, uh, internally, it's called WODO, which just is an abbreviation for world domination. So be, be assured that we have our eyes on Australia. Yeah, there we go. So, and that's yeah. actually a good point. So if you're listening to this and you're in Australia, could be your point of difference, you know? Like, all right, every second person exactly. in Europe's got this software. You know, you're not getting ahead of the game. You just just keeping up with everyone if you got it. But if you're over here in Australia, you could be the only operator in your area with Virtual Gym. So exactly, check it out. Uh, yes. And what about you personally, Alex? What's your role there? What, what's your background in the industry? Why should we listen yeah. to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at Virtual Gym, I'm a senior enterprise account executive. Um, kind of a lot of syllables there, but but really <laughs> sounds important at least. Is, I don't know if yeah, exactly, yeah. it sounds important. Yeah, what that means is I basically just talk to our biggest prospects uh, and, and customers in EMEA. And as a little bit about me, so you know, we've said I'm based in the Netherlands. For for those with a really sharp ear, you probably hear I have an American accent. Um, that's because I grew up in the state of Colorado uh, in the U.S. And you know, my whole life though, I've been playing sports and being active. Uh, I was a competitive track and field, or maybe you guys call it athletics yeah, uh, yeah, athlete yeah. for many years. What, uh, what 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 event? Yeah, so I was a I was a decathlete. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> not even yeah. just one, right? No, not even one. Uh, I did all ten of them. And uh, as a side note, Australia has a, a real up and comer in that event named Ashley Maloney. Okay. Uh, he got a bronze medal at the Olympics. The guy's an absolute beast. Uh, he would beat me. In every single event, I think, uh, by, by, by a sizable margin. Um, but I think, yeah, for, for those who do have an interest in athletics, they probably already know him. Um, and if not, he seems like a, a pretty cool guy to, to, to keep an eye on. He's super oh young. He's like 20 or 21. I might uh, get him on this podcast, you know? Give us some... some uh, shout, shout. Tips. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, uh, you know, after doing a lot of sports for, for many years, I decided to kind of switch gears and I, I packed my backpack and went to Central America and traveled for a bit. Um, and then I imagine, you know, I met a lot of Australians out there and as uh, I can imagine, this has happened to a lot of Australians too. You meet a nice girl, you meet a nice guy along the way and uh, things start changing. And that's what happened to me. I, I met a Dutch girl in Guatemala and yeah, long story short, now she's my fiance. I live here in the Netherlands with her. And when I moved to the Netherlands, so, you know, I had to find new work and kind of through the grapevine, uh, I found Virtua Gym, and, and for me, it was like a match made in heaven. It was this fitness-oriented product, cool young company based on the canals of Amsterdam. So it's it's been a great fit um, since then, and I've really worked my way up from the bottom, being like a you know a, a business development rep, just making calls, uh, 
to now handling some of our, our biggest conversations. And I also host a podcast for us. Um, so I get the chance to not only speak with CEOs and chains around EMEA and help really create and drive and implement their digital strategies in a one-on-one setting, but I also get to publicly pick the brains of, of industry leaders in Europe, like Dr. Paul Bedford on retention, mm-hmm. David Minton, John Nasta, the, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really, really happy to discuss some of the hybrid models that we're actually seeing work for our clients. And, and I suppose a key topic or a key takeaway for any of our listeners today, if there's something they can come away with, like a directional actionable item that they can start implementing right away, that would be a huge success for me uh, personally as, as you know, someone who, who came on and talked with you today. Um, you don't necessarily need Virtua Gym to do the things that we're going to talk about exclusively today. And, you know, we're not withholding all our secrets. Um, but I, I would say one thing I see a lot of chains and, and single location businesses struggling with right now is they're making this push to digital, but it's a really, really fragmented experience. It's super compartmentalized. Like they have their video provider who does this, but it, it doesn't really talk to anything else. They, they have nutrition services who do this, doesn't really impact their, their membership model. Where we can kind of bridge that gap is we can make it all come together on one platform so you can play to each other's strengths and, and have them kind of be part of separate membership models and it all flows together nicely, not just for the business, but also for the members. Love that. Let's. Um, we'll get into those six things in a minute. Just before we do, I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, and actually, I, I love yeah. that you gave Paul Bedford a, a shout out there. He was the guest on here a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about retention because he's got a, a conference coming up. Um, yep. a couple of weeks, the I believe. Retention convention. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good name. I don't know if that'll be yeah. good. Uh, good, good content, but at least it's a good name. Um, Rolls off nicely, yeah. It does. Now, just a side question for you, Alex. It seems like you know you've worked your way from the bottom all the way up to the top. Could and there's probably a heap of things going on, but if you could narrow that down to like one or even two things, if someone's listening and they're like, you know what, even if I don't even get virtual gym or don't even you know improve my like, how did this guy work from the bottom from the top? What what could you give us a tip or two from someone that's just looking to work their way up in any industry? And I'm ah. guessing, correct me if I'm wrong as well, but it may even be similar to your athletic background as well, where there may be similar things you did to get to the top of that game, to get to the top of the, the, this industry as well. Any tips for the listeners there? Just as a side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say the, the one thing that I focus on pretty much day to day, and this is true of, of sports as well, is really focus on like your actions today at, and use those to, to determine what the results and the goals that you have for the future. Right. So really focus on things that you're doing right now. If you just focus on the goal in the end, you're probably not going to get there. If you focus on the little actions to day in and day out, that's how you're going to end up at the goals that you have in the future. For me, that that's a huge one is, you know, instead of just saying, hey, we want to close this big deal um, or, or we want to be able to do these big things with the company. Okay, well, what are we going to do today on a more minute level to, to, to make that actually happen? Got it. Love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I use a similar one myself in terms of like, especially if it's something that I don't want to do. I feel like mm-hmm. going back to when I was younger and I just started working out was kind of like, you know, there were days where you wanted to train. There were days that you didn't want to train. And I realized like it was easy to train on the days you wanted to. Anyone can do that. You know, when you, you yeah. get up, you're feeling good. Anyone can do that. But the people that would really get results 
are the people that would train even if they didn't want to. They're the ones that would get the results there. And I found exactly. similar in business as well. You know, you're not always motivated to get up and cold call and sell these emails and touch base with customers. But, you know, if you can do it when you don't really feel like it, that's when the results come. So, exactly. so I love that. But, um, hey, let's get into it, Alex. What's, what's number yes. one on your list here? Yeah, so, so happy to, to discuss here, like, these hybrid models we actually see working um, with our clients. And, and obviously, digital and hybrid, it's been a very extreme topic of importance since, I think, maybe March 15th, 2020. Um, you know, I think that was the day that it really started to hit the fan here in Europe. Um, I think that was around the time that globally it started to go. But I think one of the also reasons that our industry had to go through such that extreme transformation is because we were quite behind uh, digitally to begin with. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about the Australian fitness market in terms of their preparation pre-COVID, but uh, Sorry. here Sorry. in Europe, yeah, here in Europe, it was really like overnight trying to go through five years of digital transformation in three weeks or three months. And, and obviously there's a lot of growing pains that, that come with that. Um, I think the best hybrid model is one that's multi-threaded. Um, and in that note, like going back to that callback to say, you don't need virtual gym to do everything that we're going to talk about today, but if you want to get it all into one spot, it could be a good option to look at. Um, so yeah, if, if we want to just picture a gym or, or your gym logo in the middle of the screen and say that there's like six different threads or offshoots that, that these different hybrid models can start looking at. Um, and when you're really successful in implementing a hybrid model, you can actually easily connect any of those subcategories. You don't necessarily need one to, to feed into the other, to feed into the other. It's like, okay, this one can easily connect here and that one can easily connect here. And, and that's kind of that like end, um, you know, Walhalla kind of state of, of um, hybrid, yeah, excellency, if you will. I would say number one though, um, it starts with having an app. So using your app to call attention to the revenue generating services in your physical club. If you don't have an app right uh, by at this point in time, I'm, I strongly recommend that you do. Um, even, even an app where you can just basically communicate with members and, and provide them a little bit of extra content. It doesn't need to be this all singing, dancing um, product, at least to begin with. But these days, that, that's an absolute must. Um, what I mean just, by... Just, just with that, for some of the people listening... Um, mm -hmm. Virtual Gym could be that app, right? They don't need to go out and design their own app and get a designer. It's like you can use something like Virtual Gym and you you white label it to your business. Exactly, 100%. There, there are a number of white labeling services out there on the market today. I think if I mentioned some of them by name, my CEO would kill me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it, just in transparency, like they're easy to find um, and, and they can make your brand really accelerate and you don't need to do all the development work and you don't need to manage the day-to-day, -day, the technical stuff. Really, you can kind of slap your logos in there and focus on the content that's being delivered to members rather than, than actually have learning how to code or anything like that. Love it. Awesome. Sorry, yeah. I just wanted to jump in, but continue. No. continue. Yeah, all good. Um, so yeah, what, what we mean by calling attention to revenue generating services in the club. So on that home screen, if people should be knowing that you have PT and who your PTs are, right? They should be able to get familiar with them. Um, you should be letting people know that they can have some sort of online consultation or a face-to-face -face consultation, um, whether that costs money or not, if it's a nutritionist or something like that, um, that's up to you. 
advertising top tier membership perks right in the app basically any like ancillary revenue service should be displayed in some sort of marketing banner tile or an update section um i think a lot of operators like if they don't have the capacity to do this or they don't prioritize it it's a huge lost opportunity like there's a gap right there people aren't aware of your services um and, and i think it's just a it's something that they can be missing out on yeah love it because it's there all the time on the app right it's kind of like if you're doing a promo you send one email great You've sent one email, right? Maybe went to the yeah. chunk. Maybe they didn't read it. Maybe they forgot exactly. about it, you know? But if it's on the app, every time you open up that app, oh, you know what? They also do nutrition consults. Oh, you know yeah. what? There's also this boot camp that's going at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, think about too, if you can even tie that to like a push notification, if they get push notifications from your app, maybe for a class or something, if you also have some new update, you can use that as part of a push notification. And once they go back into the app, then they remember that they can watch that digital class or they can look at a new class to book in the club um, or, or something like that. So really the more you get them into the app, some people I know they, they consider an app visit, not necessarily on the exact same par as an in-club visit, but not too far behind not because bad, that's yeah. an engagement with your brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's kind of like I'm a big Facebook group guy, right? Mm-hmm. I've got the biggest Facebook group in Australia and New Zealand for, for fitness professionals. Same mm-hmm. sort of thing right? It's kind of like people are engaging in the Facebook group. That's almost as important as engaging in the membership. So I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Number two. Number two, um, I would say do everything in your power to upsell digital services into higher membership tiers. So what I mean by this, the, the simplest way to think about that is you have your bronze, your silver, your gold level memberships, right? Um, digital or just in, in, in person or whatever? Both. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so these, we should play to each other's strengths um, gotcha. in, in the ideal world. Bronze, let's say that that gets you, um, you know, the, the basic membership. Of course, you can enter the club. You, you can, you know, use the facilities. There's no restrictions there. Um, if you do have the app, it's good for booking classes and, and just getting an update from the club. If you start to leverage digital content inside the app, that silver style membership could potentially unlock new features for them. Gotcha. So now they get access to video content, nutrition, a nutrition app or nutrition consultations, um, basically just anything extra, like a tangible thing that they can see because they've paid a little bit more. And then finally, gold starts to unlock, say, more interactions with staff. So a coach check-in call, a, a Zoom call with a coach for a consultation, basically just any you know thing that to, to really build that relationship a lot stronger. Um I would say it's, a, it's an effective new way to generate new revenue streams. Like people can upsell to, to that premium content, but it's also just a good way to sell a higher tier membership from day one. If your sales staff is really trained on the you know the value proposition of that, then you can have clients who start with that silver or gold membership and you don't even need to work them up. Uh, you don't even need to really expand with them in any way. Love that. I think that is the future right there. That point there, especially that silver one that you mentioned. And it, it hits a, a point for me because I've taken a couple classes over the past couple of years, not fitness, but one was salsa dancing, right? Now, I suck as a salsa dancer. You've spent some time in, in South America. You're probably, you know, pretty good at it. Uh, Wait, I, I'm, not to, I'm not too good at it myself, so you can commiserate, yeah. Well, um, I'm not great at it. So I signed up for a class and I loved it, right? I'd go, you know, a couple times a, a week, but every time I went, I'd forget what I learned the week before. So I was never really growing. 
And then I'd mm-hmm. try and YouTube every now and then, but the names were different, you know, and then I'd forget what the move was called. And I'm just like, man, if these people had like some sort of online membership there that just had a list of all the moves, you know, yeah. that I could just go in, I would pay extra for that, right? And the, the prices are different and it's different people, but I would at least pay an extra 10 to 20 bucks a week for that. You know, like no. the salsa is 50 bucks a week. You know, I'd pay 60, 70, you know, and prices are going to vary, whatever it is. Yeah. But either way, there's people out there that are going to pay for that content and it's no extra work. If you do yeah. that work once, you do the moves once, it's there forever. Same thing, That's I also um, took a, a, a martial arts class, right? A few different ones, kickboxing and, and um, well, boxing actually. And the trainer was teaching me this footwork stuff. And then the next day I forgot about it, you know, yeah. I'm like, man, get a like, get a, 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 some platform, you know, and just have all your boxing footwork on there that I can just go and practice at home. Cause there's no way I'm remembering this stuff, you know, Brazilian jujitsu, yeah. like that's the way the world is going. It's so easy these days just to record anything that's a skill and you're teaching people, right? You can yep. upload that to a platform that these people can, can access at their own time. And it's, it's game changing. Like there's people like me that will gladly pay that money because there's people that won't as well. Ah, I can find it on YouTube or whatever, you know, but there's people like me that's like, man, I, isn't, I can't be bothered trying to find this on YouTube. And then it's not yeah. the same. So I think that's huge. So thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, if they're, if they're just strictly going to YouTube, like, yes, that's free, but just remember, like, you're the product there rather than the customer. Um, when, when you're on YouTube and you're watching that, like there, there are other people competing and paying for that, uh, that attention for you to watch that video where here it's more of like, this is your local gym. This is your local community. These are people who are doing this because you are really like, you're their customer and they, they want to better out, you know, better your fitness and health as a result. Yes. Love it. All right. Cool. Number three. Yeah. Number three. Um, I, I would say. This one is really about offering one-off digital packages or digital services. So when we see people do this right, um, think like a six-week summer body special. Um, maybe this is also a, it's a good thing for lead um, generation. So if they just sign up for this one-off service, they're not actually a membership paying dues member uh, yet. But by this, they can get a taste for your services. It's like a program you've already pre-created, kind of going back to what you just said. You create it once, and then you can just duplicate it over and over and over again. So they can get a taste for your services. They can get a taste for your interactions. If part of that one-off package is that they do get like a coach call, um, they can start to get an understand for who you guys are and, and your brand promise. In my opinion too, like if it is just um, say like, it, it's going to be more reputable that their gym with qualified professionals are, are offering this rather than just the random influencer yeah. with, uh, with an e-commerce site on Instagram, right? You don't really know what their qualifications are, but then how to thread this back to your club experience is that by buying this one-off digital package, they also get a one-time entry pass to the club. Gotcha. Kind of like, a, you know, as a teaser. So this is really that opportunity for lead gen. And then that's the opportunity for, um, you know, like a, a member services kind of um, person at the gym to have a conversation with them and potentially convert them into a full membership paying dues member. Once they've started to build that relationship. Uh, I think if you have the right software in place, you can scale that can offer kind of that freemium style experience and then capitalize on that um, because people start to understand really what your brand experience is about, not just buying that kind of one-off product. Um, they'll realize shortly after that six weeks isn't going to be just all they need. It's, it's really about continuing that and the little things every day that will get them the results they want in the future. Awesome. Let me get my head around this to make sure I've got it. 
So yep. this is for non-members. This isn't something that you would sell to your current gym members. This is people that aren't members. He's a, a freebie, a challenge, a ebook, a course, something exactly. like that. Awesome. Yep. And yep. is it free, paid, either way? Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now it can be up to the gym um the, the way they want to do that how they want to leverage that if they want to say it's like you know five euros dollars whatever it's going to be or if it's a little more expensive but it includes that one-time entry pass um if you have you know the options within the, the tools that you build this you can do it the way you want but ultimately it is a good lead generator so maybe you want to do that um, you know, get them free and, and then try and convert them into a full paying member. That's up to you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Number four. Yeah, this one, it's, it's about fostering engagement in your online communities. You're, you're as well a big online community guy. So I know the, the value that you would see in this one. Um, but once you start to foster that engagement in your online communities, it's, you know, whether that's member shout outs, challenges or something like that, you use that same environment to with a sponsored post or a sponsored challenge basically just advertising some of your retail products as well. Um, some of the things that we see some of our clients do, you know, we can host challenges on our platform and the winner of that challenge will get, you know, water bottle by X brand or a hat of the gym or, or something like that, like a physical prize um, that, that they can start to offer. But if you're advertising these retail products in the same space that people are starting to really engage, um, that can just be one of those things that you can drive a little bit of new revenue into the club there. Um, either whether from like it's a sponsored post or just the, the byproduct of people starting to see those products and, and try them out and buy them as well. Um, and at the same time, you're also building your digital tribe, uh, if you will, like on that, on these platforms, you know, Facebook, we also see that as a really great tool for building big networks of people. Um, we also have a, a feature in our app called the community. So this one's more exclusive to just members of that gym. But it's all about just having that kind of privatized area of members only where they can talk, they can get updates, they can they can kind of communicate with people at their gym. Love it. Yeah. So I'm online community is my thing. That's what I do. Right. So yeah. it's you hit it on the head. It's kind of like the way I look at it is let me foster this community here. Let me have a, a place where people just love going. And this is why the interaction is so important as well, right? It's yeah. kind of like people just go here and hang out and like and comment. And then it they check it if they're bored, it pops up in their feed. And as a result of that, I've got eyeballs, right? I can yeah. slide in a sales post whenever I want, not whenever yeah. I want, in, in, in you know, appropriate times because it's where people are going and, and enjoying it anyway. So I think that's huge. Um, and it's it's interesting, right? There's a debate because I'm a huge Facebook guy and, there's a, and I, I interact with a lot of people from different sort of things. And there's a bit of a debate going on at the moment. It's kind of like, you know, Facebook or your own app. And there's advantages, disadvantages both ways. I've gone yeah. the, the Facebook route because like, hold on, where are we? Yeah, I've gone the Facebook route just because it's like I'm on enough platforms as it is, 
You know, it's kind of like, man, I'm not going to, you know, download an extra one there. I'm already, already on Facebook. I'm yeah. going to use it. But there's the flip side as well. There's people that hate Facebook, you know, that aren't going to log on Facebook and, you know, don't want to add members from the gym as friends on, on Facebook, yeah. you know, and that's where the app works really well for them. Um, and, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a choice for the trainer, but it's good, it, it's good to at least have that option because if the trainer isn't a Facebook person or the, you know, the, whatever it is, isn't a Facebook person, then it can work well there. So 100%, yeah. love that. And you, you'll hear us say it as well. Like we're never going to tell you to get rid of your Facebook page because you have a virtual gyms community. Like that's, that's not something we would ever advise. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we see it as well. And, and maybe, you know, I don't know if you have a similar perspective on this, but Facebook, it's a good way to attract new members. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good way to make people aware of who you are and kind of see things like that. And then if you have your own community in, in your own app, that's like that kind of exclusive members only area um, where they can just see only things related to the gym, uh, the gym. They don't need to see their uncle's political post or something like that. Or maybe they just don't really like Facebook anymore. Um, you know, that's also happening. So it's just about giving people options. But yeah, 100% agree. We're never going to tell you get rid of Facebook because virtual gym is going to be a way better option for you. That, that's not a, a smart thing that we think we should say. Awesome. All right. Number five. Number five, uh, this is really about digital coaching and digital PT and and using that Mm. as that funnel for really what the premium product is, face-to-face training. Um, So digital coaching also also going through a humongous renaissance right now of of Mm. people trying to to really hone this model. Um, We've been working with online-only coaches for for years before the pandemic. So we, we do have a good perspective on how to properly roll this out. But really, if you think for your gym, if you want to offer digital PT, maybe at a slightly lower rate, I actually know some coaches who, who disagree. They think a digital PT session should be the same exact money as a, a face-to-face session because you're still having the time of that trainer. Um, but if you want to say your digital PT is more trying to be at scale, um, you know, creating one plan for a few people, this kind of stuff. Um, basically though, those digital interactions start to act as the funnel for that premium product, that face-to-face training in the club. Um, So this is, you know, there's a lot of people who are calling themselves online coaches right now. I I would again, go back to the fact that qualified coaches at a a qualified gym should be a better experience than just the influencer with a, with a PDF sheet. Um, But if you're using (laughs) technology, like you're using your technology to, to kind of, make a better experience in the app that the same app that they get communicated with, they can track their sets and their reps and their weights they, that, you know, bounces off their nutrition app. And then they can book that session with you and the zoom links right there for them. They can pay on the same platform. Like this starts to be that, that much better member experience. And then again, relationship starts to be built. And then the next thing, you know, you guys are in the gym together face to face and then more people start to get curious about that and, and, and start to interact with you as well. Love it. And I think that's a, yeah. uh... That's a good point. And it depends what angle you go, right? I think Mm -hmm. that if you want to be a solely online personal trainer, okay, maybe it's not the the upsell to the face-to-face, right? But if you're like, if your focus is face-to-face, you love being in the gym, you love being a a face-to-face trainer, great. You know, maybe you got an option that's a few dollars cheaper and it's not as individualized, you know? It's like, hey, you get this, this whether it's a generic program or whether it's a generic-ish program that you've tailored to them after an assessment and you do a touch base or whatever, you know, it's like, here's your, your minimum. Oh, this isn't enough support or, you know, or 
or if it is enough support and results, great. Off you go. You know, have fun with it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm in the gym. If you need anything, let me know. Um, or maybe it's not. Hey, Alex is great, but I'm just I get bored when I go on my own. You know, the, the program's yeah. good, but I I get bored. I don't push myself as much. Hey, here's the session here. So I yeah. just love that there. Um, yeah. all right, six and final. Six and final. So so this one is really just about competing against some of these mainstream B2C providers, um, oh, yeah. being able to win back old members with, with more localized digital content. Uh, of course, for, for pretty much anybody, it's going to be really hard to compete against the, the pockets of an Apple or if Amazon's launching something or you know, some of these like main big, big brands. Um, however, a lot of people, you know, it's, it's better to opt for that local flair for, to be that instructor with the logo, the local gym logo that they know and like and trust. Um, and it doesn't have to be like, you know, this, this super sharp crafted video that like hit class on a California beach. Um, but even things like having a local accent or a local language, it's going to resonate a lot more than just that, you know, mainstream kind of content. So if you do have the way to produce your own video content, but then display it in that same app area, that's really easy to get to. Th this is just about giving them more local options so they don't start going to, to Apple or YouTube or something like that. Um, it, it just makes it more personal. Love it. And let me get my head around this. So you're saying here, if you're providing like um, workouts or whatever, you're doing it at the local beach or at the local stair session or whatever it may be. And you can get on there and be like, hey, here's your stair workout. I'm doing it here at, you know, the Coogee stairs. You know, if you're a local as well, you can go to the Coogee stairs and do it. But if you don't have the Coogee stairs, whatever stairs, is that what you're saying there? Yeah, a, a little bit, but more just the fact that like, okay, if, if they're shooting, you know, say it's a, a local gym in Australia. And so they're going to be shooting a video for their members it's going to be one a trainer maybe that they recognize in a in a logo and a shirt that they recognize maybe in a location that they recognize mm. where if we're say, you know if we're trying to sell like a video platform to a gym in Finland and it's only girls on a you know California beach um, it's like okay members they they can do the they, they can maybe watch that workout once or twice but it's not really going to be something that they can really be like hey I'm going to do this all the time yeah right it's it, it's just, you need to think more local yeah, and it almost comes across – I think there's a couple things with that. I think it almost comes across a bit fake if it's like that. And I think yep. also it's just – there's something about – I think just human behavior, you connect with people that are more like you, right? Absolutely. Let's say, you know, let's say, for example, I go to a party here in Sydney, you know, and someone's like, oh, you're from Brian and Sands, Jono? I'm from Rockdale. Oh, yeah. we're so close. There's some sort of, even though there's nothing, it could be completely different people. Just the fact that we live in the next suburb to each other. You know, there's some connection yeah. there or, oh, you went to high school at, at Cogra. You know, I went to, I went yeah. to high school at Hurstville. You know what? And there's some connection there. You just automatically feel closer to that person. And I feel the same now that I run an online business. There's a difference. Like if I speak to a, a potential prospect who's mm -hmm. from the USA versus a prospect that's from Australia, there's just more connection straight away from Australia. I don't know, even though it shouldn't really be like that, it's just human nature, right? It, it 100% <laughs> is. I mean, I, I live out here in the Netherlands. So my, I have a, a few pretty close connections. They happen to be from Colorado, right? And yep. it's not that I, I don't talk to Dutch people or if I meet a German or you know an English person, it's, it's, it's not like we can't be friends, but it is just something, it's, it's, it's kind of hardwired into your brain 
Uh, I think it's been like that way for millions of years and it'll be like that for millions of years more. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, yeah. um, awesome. All right. They're great tips there, Alex. So I want to be sensitive of your time. There's one question I just like to finish all my podcasts off with. So yeah. um, I'll go for it. And, and what do you like with time, by the way? You got five minutes or? I, 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 I'm good. Awesome. All right, cool. it's, early morning, it's early morning here. So uh, I, I haven't been able to annoy my prospects just yet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So question is going to be around mentors. So you're obviously yeah. now a mentor for plenty of people in the, the fitness industry. You've got your own podcast, you know, all these listeners. I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been, Alex. And if you could answer this in a few different ways, if you could give us a paid mentor, so someone that you've paid money to, you know, you've done a course or a coaching program, whatever it is, someone that you haven't paid money to, but maybe you follow them on Instagram, you watch their YouTube videos, listen to their podcast, whatever it is, uh, and mm -hmm. then a book that you recommend every person that wants to run a successful fitness business should read. So Got it. paid, right. unpaid, and book. Okay, so a, a paid mentor, um, I would say he was actually, he was a consultant for Virtua Gym. Um, his name's Hans Munch. Uh, he's, he's based here in Europe, but I think he's, he seems to be genuinely friends with pretty much anyone who's anyone in the industry. And it's not like he, it's not like he's like some slick elbow rubbing, you know, kind of like slimy guy. Like he's genuinely, he's a genuine human being and he really is a sharp guy and he helps a lot. So I've had the pleasure of being able to work with him um, and I, I really appreciate his insights. We still exchange texts regularly. Um, so Hans Munch, definitely my, my, the, my qualifier for that guy. Um, the unpaid mentor. It's going to connect with him on LinkedIn now. I yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> 102 mutual connections. There you go. I told you. And, and I guarantee you, he can give you a, a detailed report of the last interaction he had with all 102 of them. Um, he, he really is a master relationship builder. There we go. From Switzerland, did I see? Yep. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's like a Swiss Canadian. So he's, uh, he also lived in, in Canada for quite some time. Uh, or maybe he is Canadian, I should ask. <laughs> okay. Um, Unpaid. Yeah. Unpaid. Um, honestly, I, I would think it's a few of my close colleagues that, mm. you know, whether we're all the same age or whether they're a few years older than me, they just kind of seem to be like they're lights, light years ahead when, when we really start getting into the weeds. Um, one of those guys, uh, his name's Ramo Treffers. Uh, so I, I had the pleasure of working with him for a bit, uh, a little bit like Hans, where he just really great relationship builder. Um, and then honestly, uh, I would say my VP of sales, Thomas Woods, uh, also a great guy who just like knows a lot of great people, but also when we think of, you know, how does it solve different problems together? He, he comes up with some pretty creative solutions. And so I've been able to really leverage his uh, thought process uh, to, to get things done here. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And book. And book -wise. I, see you, I see you've got, is that, is that a bookcase behind you or is that DVDs? I'm, I'm not. It's a bookcase, yeah. Um, okay. a, a big variety of books there. They're not all, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that they're all like deep thought kind of books. A lot, a lot of actual travel books uh, as well. Right. And a lot of Dutch books that uh, my, my fiance has. Um, but a book that I would recommend for, for anyone in business, fitness industry or not is Atomic Habits. Oh, I'm sure yeah. I'm the first person to, to mention that one yeah. on this podcast. James, but James Clear, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and that you can see now, if you hear me mention that one, you know, the book, you know, my mention of, of the little things every day 
to create the better results down the line. Like that's the core principle of what James is talking about in that book. Um, so I, I would highly recommend that one for anyone who hasn't yet read it. Yes. Agree. Awesome. All right. Well, Alex, that was awesome talking to you. We all know about Virtue Gym now. I'll put the link down in the show notes. What about if someone wants to just connect with you, Alex? They're like, ah, I don't know if I want to get Virtue Gym, but this guy sounds pretty cool. Do we listen to your podcast? Do we connect on LinkedIn, Instagram? What's what's your yeah. best platform for you? Yeah. So for me, I, I would say LinkedIn is a great one. So Alex Von Hagen, V-O-N-H-A-G-E-N. Um, you can also follow our podcast. It's Fit Nation, uh, How to Grow Your Fitness Business. Uh, we usually have a lot of uh, our own links and stuff like that in there. Um, and yeah, I mean, even if, you, if you're interested in virtual gym or you're not, it's fine by me to, to connect. And, and oftentimes, I would probably refer you to a different person within our company if, if it was a better fit for like that conversation. Um, but yeah, happy, happy for anyone who wants to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really do much socials in terms of like mixing business and then personal and that. So I just keep it mostly on LinkedIn. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, Alex, that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover today. Anything I should have asked you, but forgot to, or anything you'd like to finish us off with? No, I, I think, um, I think that we've covered quite a good amount of ground today. And as I say, if there's one thing that someone can take away and implement today, like they, they realize they want to put more advertising opportunities in their app or something like that, or, or really start honing in on digital coaching and, and to, to use that as a fodder for their face to face. For me, that would be a huge success, whether or not you, we ever connect or if you ever use any platform that we've created uh, at all. So I'm, ha I'm super happy with the conversation and I'm, uh, I'm really honored that you, that you wanted to have me on and uh, have a conversation today. So thanks for that, Jonah. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.